We are two black women who value sisterhood and together we are Black Tea. Fard Money Network enlightens the masses about the science of money, business, and warfare in a mathematical, scientific, and systematic way that everyone can understand. They provide a system that builds wealth and leverage for the average person through network and affiliate marketing. They introduce to the world the future of money, which is gold in currency form, physical, and digital. Fired Money is a brand and network for the people. Quick disclaimer, they are not financial advisors. They are real wealth builders. Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to another episode of Black Tea. Today, this week, we have our first couple's guest, and I'm so excited. We have Sister Yatira X and Brother Supreme X of Fired Money Network. Sister Yatira X is a wife, mother, dedicated MGT, and first lady of Far Money Network. She was looking for God since the age of nine. So when she joined the nation in 2012, she was ready to quit her job to work for Muhammad. She wanted to be a final call pusher. Of course, until she found out that it wasn't her role as a sister. But she knew that financial freedom was the way and wanted to get off of the job to serve the people. She's so in love with Master Farah Muhammad and consumed with the teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Brother Supreme X accepted the teachings while he was in the belly of the beast, meaning that he accepted the teachings while incarcerated. At a young age, he never wanted a job either. He saw himself owning something and he knew it was surround wealth. His wife says he's studious, a wonderful father and husband. He represents a made-up mind. He goes after it and does it, end quote. Can't you tell? He was incarcerated for 10 years. Four years later, he's married and is able to offer his family, friends, and others financial freedom through the CEO of Far Money Network. Oh, we must mention that he's the number one top paper pusher in the seventh region. Praise be to Allah. <laughs> Makes sense since his wife wanted to be a final call pusher. That's really beautiful and that it just really compliments the two of you. Together, they are dedicated Muslims in the nation of Islam, mission-minded to the heart and core. Through their business, Far Money Network, they are lifting two of the sciences that we were stripped from and that the enemy still tries to keep keep us out of reach from the science of business and the science of warfare we are honored to have you two on so thank you again thank you, so, praise praise thank you. you for having us yeah praise be to Allah so we have five different segments for black tea and we usually start with the book reflection but it doesn't require you to read it at all we just read it and it provides us with um just something to think through and it like grounds the episode um and naturally beautiful is by sister ava muhammad and so even though mostly she's talking to women um it's very relatable to men and so the two questions that i have prepared to you for you two about naturally beautiful the chapter that we're reading is called breaking the self-defeating patterns and mm -hmm. so um how do you break how do you two break self-defeating patterns mm. That's a, That's a good question. You want to take that one first, Lee? <laughs> oh, praise be to Allah. From what, you know, our teachers, all of Melissa Lewis Farrakhan, T. 
teaches us and what he shows us an example on how to tap into, you know, self-control in the mind to tap into that, you know, we have to pray. We have to fast, you know, because fasting helps restrict. Uh, ironically, I was telling the brother who was processing into the nation down here today because he was telling me about how he kind of got, you know, sidetracked and was doing some stuff. You know, I was like, you know, until you can strip in your will or fast, you know, you can't really take control of your will. So to overcome what you're asking about that stuff that hinder us, it's like that's like another word of procrastination. We like to procrastinate about things that we want to do. It's about, you know, it takes prayer. It takes discipline. It takes willpower, you know. So we have to be praying. We have to study. We have to want it. And it goes back to making our mind up. So I didn't change my life until I absolutely killed the desire for me to want to do wrong, you know. But as long as that desire is there, then we will go and smoke. We will go and drink, you know. We will sell drugs, you know. We will do the stuff that because the desire, it, it don't matter about we being locked up, you know, it just a matter when that desire and the teachings of the nation applied properly mm-hmm. will kill that desire to do negative stuff. And ironically, I'm going to pass it to my wife out and say this, we was out with the final call today, me and two more brothers. And a brother told me, you know, he was like, man, I don't need it. You know, I said, I'm like, man, you don't want to learn about it. It got our brother, uh, may a lot be pleased with him out of Ghana. Jerry John Rollins on the cover is the latest issue. And he was like, I was like, you don't want to learn about yourself, read about yourself. This. He was like, I know myself. I'm a more. He's smoking a cigarette, though. You know, I said, put the cigarette down, black man. We God. You know, you're a God. You know, put that down, you know. But anyway, so it goes back to that. So it's about what we desire to do and how to, how to kill that. The teaching kills it perfectly. It, it eliminates that applied when it's applied properly, you know. So I'm pass to my wife for that. Beautiful, beautiful. Um before I go, can you repeat it again so I can make sure that what I'm pulling from, I want to make sure that I'm saying what your question is again. Yes, ma'am. How do you break self-defeating patterns? Okay. Yes, yes, yes. One of the thir- first thoughts that comes to my mind is uh what the most honorable Elijah Muhammad says in regards to, you know, breaking habits as far as, um, now I don't remember if it was a drug or a cigarette addiction that was asked about him, but his response is simply, you just stop, you know, and that goes back to my husband's points on a made up mind. So for me, um, along with prayer, it, I have come across, you know, through my journey in Islam, different things where it's like, okay, I know I desire to be here, but I haven't fully arrived mentally in my mind that I have made up my mind to just do better. So prayer has definitely been that avenue for me, you know, in my communication with Allah, asking him to help me to rid myself of a desire that I may currently have that, you know, I'm struggling with letting go. So for, you know, for me, it's, it all starts in the mind, you know, like I said, even, even if the desire is not a hundred percent there to stop, but if, if it's something that you want to go, you know, then, like I said, praying for it, for the desire itself to be killed, you know, so having that prayer and then being willing to go through, you know, the, the, the struggle of whatever, whatever that thing is, has been for me. So, um, that, that's pretty much it for me in a nutshell, prayer, 
and and made up mind. That's it. That's that's all you really need. Um, and of course, having the support uh, supporting people around, which is you know the believers, those who believe as you believe, whether that's whether that's the husband, wife, um, the the sisterhood and the brotherhood, having that support, you know that's that's the cold keeping you hot, helping you on that journey. So the support is there. Master Prophet Muhammad gave us everything that we need. So yes, ma'am, that's beautiful. And your answers, the two of you, complement one another. Um, the minister, I was just listening to Cycles of Life before I came on here, and he was talking about how we become zero, which means nothing. In order for us to get back to one, we have to be, like a lot is the one, but we're, we're the nothing. But in order us, for us to get to that 10, which doesn't really exist, you go back to one and start the cycle over, is the relationship with a lot. So what I'm hearing from the two of you is like, we have to make up our minds, then we have to constantly be feeding our relationship with Allah, which is through prayer, and then um, our support system. Because if we're around the same people we were, and those same people mm-hmm. are doing what we'd want to change from, then we're going to be in that self-defeating pattern. So praise be to Allah. So the next question I have is, being that you two are on the journey of being married, and that's just my way of saying it, because the minister says that... <laughs> the message is we're not really married. So being that you two are on the journey of being married, how do you break the pattern of being self-made victims? And how do you take responsibility for making choices in life? Mm, that's deep. Say that again? Yeah. Mm-hmm, I w- <laughs> the, the, the end part is being self-made? Being um, self-made victims. So in this chapter, Sister Ava was talking about how we are self-made victims like we just blame everything on everyone else and she was talking mm. about as an individual but i was like well since today we have a couple we could it's easy to blame something on your husband <laughs> or your wife so being that you two are on the journey of being married how do you break the pattern of being the self-made victim and how do you take responsibility for making choices in life oh that's so good okay i'm ready for it <laughs> That's so beautiful. Um, wow. I think that for me, it started with the desire. So if I reflect back to around 2014 or 15, I just remember learning about Mother Khadija Farrakhan's relationship with the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan and listening to him describe his wife. And, and how he proclaimed that to a degree or, or, or to an effect, she gave birth to him through the trials of his journey, um, you know, and the way that she took the teachings and was able to apply it as a woman of God, you know, as an MGT, and was able to help her husband. Um, it, it, from studying, it looks, and you can tell that it takes a lot of humility, but not but with that desire to have you know a successful marriage but bigger than that understanding that this is bigger than us right you know family is the cornerstone of nation and when you know when i and when we came into this thing into the nation that that has been you know that's been my driving force that's it was it was no longer just about me you know even though i knew for me serving the people was always the goal. Just having that information about Mother Khadija, studying her and wanting to be like her 
and wanting to help Allah to make my black man back to his original self, you know, to, to have that part in it. So along the journey, how I have to not make myself a self-made victim, you know, I have to do a lot of self-reflecting. You know, I have to look at when the emotions come up about things, I have to be willing, and I am, you know, to recognize something is going on within myself. I have to be willing to rise above emotions, which is why that self-improvement course is so important because this is what helps me to be able to point out and analyze and you know you can't change something until you can identify what it is you know so if I haven't realized that oh I have been doing these things and how it it can hinder not only our marriage but how it can hinder the growth of the nation you know then it, it doesn't do me any good so having that study having that awareness definitely helps me to keep in mind that my words, it was to Allah when I said I do. I do strive, you know, my, my vows rather are to be here to help this man, to help myself, to help my nation, the children that we're bringing into this world. And, you know, my life and my, my prayer, my sacrifice, my life and my death is all for Allah. So those things help to keep a, a humble, a humility aspect because what you need going forward in this kind of thing. So pass over to my husband. <laughs> How praise be to Allah. So, one thing about the teachings, and when we are, uh, one thing about first, let me say that. First, one thing that we learn <laughs> when you get incarcerated, that you can blame people all you want to. It's not going to open the doors and let you out. <laughs> so, so, we learn that going in and being in there behind those walls that we we are able to reflect. You know, I can put it on the dude snitched on me. I can put it on at the police just targeting me or whatever. But what was I doing? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? What was I what was my thoughts? You know, and what was my activity on a day to day basis? So when I came to the teachings and I really took it seriously, I decided to put all of the blame on me. Cause mm-hmm. that's where it belongs. Mm-hmm. Right? So for my actions, so for now, I don't put the blame on nobody for something not going right. Cause I'm even, you know, being in the nation, I don't, I'm not a laborer and I don't desire to be one. And, uh, but cause we all laborers right. from what Donald Muslim Lewis Firecon teach, but I don't desire to have a title. Right. But I don't blame them for nothing that's not happening. I just do it. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Well, y'all ain't doing this. Okay. I'm gonna do it. You know what I'm saying? If this not happening, okay. I'm gonna set it up. Okay, you know, y'all don't want to be an entrepreneur. Okay, I'm going to be an entrepreneur. I'm going to show the freedom, justice, and equality side of it. I'm not, not pointing. That keeps away the finger pointing. You know what I'm saying? But because <laughs> my wife can't get me in here after. The Mr. Louis Farrakhan can't get me in here after. The Mozart Blah Muhammad can't get me in here after. Only if I apply what they teach. And, and and try to line up and be the example that they have been, will I get into the hereafter? And my desire to raise the dead or help out in the mission in the field that I feel I'm best qualified in. And that's going after the people and that's bringing the people resources and tapping them into stuff that they not privileged to have and expose. 
because when we tote this mission, it, it's not, I, I have to go out there and, re, yes, I reflect the nation, but I still reflect myself in, in its totality. So I have to represent what the nation stands for. The nation stands for freedom, justice, and equality, right? So I have to represent that. But if I don't have this lifestyle and I can't give the people a, 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 an example of this lifestyle and help them get into this lifestyle, then am I really doing all that I can do to help the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan? So, but I can't point to, yeah, we get mad and I get, but I can't point it. And she would let you know in the arguments that we have, you know, we might, I might debate it when it's going down, but at the end of the day, hour later, 30 minutes later, I always come and say, it was me. It was me. Right. <laughs> it was me. Yeah, that's the only way it's gonna be rectified because they, they always say if a divorce happens, it's on the man. You know, it's on that that's just how it is. It, that's what it is. It's on the FOI. If it happens, it's on you, brother. It ain't on her. Whatever she might have played a small part in it, but it's on you. So I have to always understand and it's you have to be humble to take that blame like that. You know, even I have a daughter and I told her you know, uh, not from my wife, but from another relationship. And I told her that I'm to blame for what she had to go through in her life. Told her soul that I'm, I'm to blame. So I'm never mad at you by what you're doing, the, the route you choose. I can't blame you because I was taken, I wasn't there, you know, for a nice portion of your life. The, the best parts of your life, I wasn't, I missed it being incarcerated. So whatever you decide to do, I can't blame you. You are not to blame, you know. So that's how I had to take those. So that's, I always put it on me to do what I have to do. I can't blame nobody else. So that's what I can say for that. I have to add just on saying to what he just said. I thought you might have brought that up saying about, you know, the, the man, the responsibility being on him and everything. And I will say that that is also that's, that's also a factor and aspect that helps me in being humble, knowing that he's going to, at the end of the day, kind of take that road. Mm -hmm. I, I have to always make sure that I'm looking in the mirror, even if, even mm -hmm. if it's a topic that, uh, or a subject where I feel like, and I may be right on that, that issue, but it, it's, it's not about me being right as much as it, as it is about us having an understanding and keeping that compassion and keeping that love there to want to have that desire to keep going through. So because he is willing to take that road, I have to, you know, that, that like fortifies me and my desire to, you know, strive just as hard to keep that humility factor and always look at myself and say, what could I have done better? How could I have approached the situation mm -hmm. better? What am I not seeing? You know, so I just wanted to add that to that because that's very important. Yeah, praise be to Allah. I'm reading, um, which the minister recommended we read Fascinating Womanhood. Mm. And at the beginning of the book, um, she mentions to after you learn and start implementing these principles that the men will be so deep in love with you. And she goes more in depth in it. But she says, a, like basically a warning, do not manipulate the man. So knowing mm. that your husband is automatically going to be like, you know, okay, it was my fault. Then you could use that every time, but knowing that you still feel like, you know, I need to be humble too and still reflecting that both of you have to um, self-improve. That's important. Praise be to Allah. Praise be to Allah. 
So our next, as we talk about a lot, our next segment is courting a law God. And so we can talk about courtship. We can talk about marriage all day, but we have to constantly build our relationship on courting a law God. And y'all have already talked, been talking about that. So um, I didn't watch the full life, but I do plan to go back. But um, I did um, listen to a, a few minutes of it to see out your life that you talked about um, this week. Um, and congratulations, and you were celebrating your anniversary of being retired. So um, for you, Cecilia Terry, and then I have a, a separate question for you, um, Brother Supreme. So Cecilia Terry, what have you learned about yourself and a lie since no longer working for someone? What have I learned about myself and a lie, he said? Mm -hmm. Wow. Um, that's a good question. I think what I have gained from what, okay, I'm just gonna say what, what keeps coming to my mind. It's coming to my mind strong, so I must have to say it. It's, it's that, you know, when the minister talks about um, faith and the minister talks about how we are born in this world with faith. The baby pulls on the mother's breast. Mm -hmm. Nothing comes at first mm -hmm. until it finally does come. And so when I think about this journey of being free from the job, which is a blessing, my relationship with Allah has, you know, has has just strengthened and has grown more. I, I'm I'm fi I'm finding myself hesitating a little bit with the word learned, only because I've always known in my mind since coming into the nations and since accepting the teachings that. This is what Allah desires for me, number one, mm -hmm. and that he is sufficient for all of my needs. So that's something that I have grown to know. I don't just believe that. I know that. So walking away, um, you know, like I said, it was a it strengthened because as I had faith that he would continue to sustain us and help us to continue to grow our business. I knew that. And as it happened, it was just like, wow, Allah, you know, praise be to Allah, praise be to Allah. So as I'm searching and as I'm, you know, going over this, what I have learned is now what's coming to my mind is the, as the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, um, I can't remember what lecture it is, but it's when he's talking about, he, he, uh, my husband plays it a lot for our one of our broadcasts and he's talking about praying to the mystery God, right? And not doing anything. So I'm learning more about what it is to be God, what it is to call something into existence, to make it happen, to get up and do and see the fruition of it. So um, prior to becoming a network marketer, I was into, you know, my, my Adam or my avenue towards freedom was to make bread and sell. That was my product, you know? And so I had to learn to grow from where I was at with my understanding of business. You know, I, I had a, you know, the, the type of mindset that we get coming up in this, in this world, in this society, how they teach you, whether it's get a good job in education or whether it's, you know, start a brick and mortar and own, own a shop or something like that. That was where my mindset was at until my vision, until Allah was pulling me to something bigger. And then I started seeing, making bread all day long is not giving me the freedom, the, the time freedom, the financial freedom, 
or the location freedom to really be free enough to do what I wanted to do. So I, I had to learn that, you know, what Allah was pulling me towards and what Allah has, you know, I'm still learning what Allah has, mm-hmm. um, has me here on this earth to do. So it's still a learning process and the journey continues. So that's, yes, ma'am. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for sharing. So brother supreme for you describe what it's like as a man as a brother as a husband to retire your wife mm. <laughs> yeah, oh, praise <laughs> be to Allah. that was one of the i mean before i had to go back before even Islam in my life that i knew of uh i have a certain unique journey into the nation um, but I always wanted, how we said in the streets, my wife, a main girl, to not have to work. You know, I mean, I was I was an ex drug dealer. You know, so dope pusher. So we main would never never had to work. Oh, that was the desire. Like, wow, well, you got to work. We got this girl, and I'm gonna take care of you. That was always that was before Islam. So Islam just solidified it, you know what I'm saying? The teachings of the Most Honorable Muhammad through the Honorable Muslim Lord Farquhar, they just put a put the nail in the coffin that my wife, right? Well, marriage is not working, you know what I'm saying? Because our children are not going to public school, you know, that they're not going to public school. So somebody got to teach them, right? And I desire to go after and live what was promised that Master Farad Muhammad promised us. He promised us what luxury money good homes friendship and all walks of life that got leverage and freedom network marketing (laughs) wrote all over if we understand right because what is you know that's what but because the job is not going to provide i don't care how good it is or whatever but i need to be able to do what i need to be able to do so retiring her that was at the forefront that was told to her in courtship you know this is what this is the vision and this is what it is so you know so the first not even the first year of the marriage you know she worked because we had to make the transition from me from birmingham to florida the transition had to make so she worked but you know it was always we got to set a date we got to get you off this is what it is you know you don't be at home because i wasn't working when we got together so how is she gonna work you know what i'm saying it don't don't add up but we had to do what we had to do. And and it was one of the greatest feelings ever, you know. And it, and I kept telling her about the anniversary, the anniversary. I kept bringing it up, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, because that's the desire. That's the home. Because my desire for me getting married was for my wife to be my best friend. So when you have a best friend, you desire to be with that person all the time. You know what I'm saying? That And nothing can... You know what we uh, I can go with the time that we're away is because this is something I'm choosing to do or she choosing to do. It's not that somebody telling us oh, I got to work today. Right. I thought you was off. Oh, I got it. So no, 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 no. And our children knowing what they did, and I didn't listen to the mouth doctor seven times because he came to Mars '69 back in 2018 or something. And I always tell my wife about that. I said, listen, I don't see how anybody heard him teach that lecture and they children still going to public school. Mm. He obliterated. I have never, I'm talking about, you know, because the minister ain't never taught a whole lecture on it, right? Mm. 
But Brother Shahid taught a whole lecture on it. And he just, I'm talking about, I was like, what? Hmm. You know, because um, Afayo, at the time she was four, she was going to a public daycare slash, you know, preschool type of thing. And it was I like this. No, that no, no, no. This got to, we got to, so we got to, we got to put, put you in the house because she got to come out of that. You know what I'm saying? Immediately, right? So I'm, man, because I mean, even before that, it was, but like I tell her all the time, I'm going to say that again. That lecture that that brother came down there and did, where he talked solely about the public school, you know, that's his, that's his thing. That's what he do. He, I said, if anybody was in there and they cheered, went, I said, there ain't no way they was supposed to, hey, you, are you going to school? I, Mom, I'm going to school. No. Dad, I'm going to school. No, no. You're not never going back there. You know what I'm saying? We would call them. Whatever you got there, they can have it. We would call them and let them know that you're not coming back. You know what I'm saying? We going to homeschool or we got MUI, private school, something. But that, like, so that was the whole main thing because it's about the children anyway. That's the future of us. Mm-hmm. So we cannot, to even quote our brother, you know, uh, Malcolm X, we cannot be in this fight. No conscious man or no conscious person will allow their enemy to teach their children. Mm-hmm. So that right there alone, that's like, so that was, but that, that's the theme. So that's what it's all about. Even this union, us coming together, is about us creating gods to further the nation, further our family's legacy, you know, surpass us. So that's the whole reason that, you know, brought us together in the first place, because that's what we're supposed to be coming together to do, to help bring out this world. So if we bring it in the new world and help bring in the new world and bring out this stuff that's in our mind and that we got from the Alma Mr. Louis Farrakhan, the Mozam Alai Muhammad, and the MACD himself, yeah, that's Wife can't work. That's that's impossible. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So, right. All praise be to Allah. So there was two things in there that I just want to point out for anybody who missed it. Sometimes we sit and we listen. It don't matter what religion you're in, but we sit there, we listen to the lecture, we clap, we praise it, praise the person, and then we go do nothing. And you like, whoever was there, if they children still in public school, they were not listening or whatever they were doing. And so that is that is so important for whatever the subject of that lecture is, we should be implementing it to the best that we can. So praise be to a lot. And I was so happy to see um, your live sister, Yatera. And I was like, oh, wow, my anniversary is coming up. And I've never, I never even thought to like celebrate that. And so mine is actually later this month where I'm retired from working as well. So when I was listening to your live and listening to you talk, I was like, praise be to a lot. And I was, I had a conversation with my husband about a month ago and uh, we we try to like pause and and um, tell each other what we appreciate. And I was telling him that um, I appreciate that I don't have to work anymore. And I was like, that's actually a gift. Yeah. And with being a sister in the nation of Islam, we could just be like, well, I'm not supposed to work anyway, and just you know not take the time to to actually vocalize how we appreciate it. So praise be to Allah that you you know actually got on live and made it a ce- celebratory. Um, a celebration, you know, a moment to acknowledge. So praise be to Allah. Congratulations to you. <laughs> praise be to Allah. So um, that's the <laughs> FOI right there. <laughs> yeah, praise be to Allah. Go ahead, FOI. Right. So um, the next segment is maintaining peace. 
So how do you two maintain peace in the marriage and contribute towards bringing peace to one another? Mm. I'm jumping in on that one. Uh, <laughs> how do we maintain peace and bring peace to the marriage? We have to, you know, first step, we have to keep our law in the center. For right. one. He is the author of peace. And we have to see the value in each other. So if we want to, because if we don't have peace, it'll destroy the marriage, it'll destroy the family structure mm -hmm. and all that. So we have to do whatever we have to do to keep the peace. Mm -hmm. You know, whether it's uh, she say something I don't like. You know, I don't have to check it right then. I don't have to say nothing right then. Saying it's vice versa. If I say something she don't like or doing something, I don't have to, she don't have to try to critique me and help me right then because it, what if I don't receive it properly at the time? Right. What they don't know what's going on, what I'm dealing with, because we all know, we all know that in building this new world that, you know, the man is not more important than the woman or the, and the, and the, the, the pains are different. Like the man, we pain, we just pain differently. Like when it come back to us being free, like, you know, y'all are more, let's just do it. It's going to happen. Y'all know y'all kind of sometimes have more faith in Allah than we have. Because we like, oh man, rent, you know, we got bills, you know what I'm saying, food, yeah, oh, like, y'all be like, don't worry about it, we just going to pray about it and just do everything going to work out. We like, hey, this, you know, because it's a different, you know, that's on us because we have the weight of the universe on our shoulder, but we can't do what we want to do without the peace mm -hmm. in the household. Mm -hmm. So it has to be the peace. And sometimes we just have to be humble. And if we look at each other as best friends, you know, as soulmates, then, you know, we can have little disagreements without it turning into a full blown argument. Right. We can have little mini debates without it. If we can stay humble in that process. Right when we are being challenged about how we see something. Mm -hmm. Because it, cause it all starts from our perception. Mm -hmm. What's your perception? You know, so dealing with the, you know, with the man, we just got to keep the peace by watching how we say stuff. Because I'm a more of a direct person, you know, so, but I have learned and being, you know, from her dealing with my wife that I, because I say stuff, and, it, and it's direct, and she might she feel offended. She, she's sensitive. She's sensitive. You know what I'm saying? Don't let the social live streams fool you, right? You know what I'm saying? She's sensitive, right? But I'm not. I might say something, but I'm not, it's not like oh, like I didn't mean that by it. You know what I'm saying? It's just the way it came out. But it, it was nothing towards you to get upset about. Right. So, but so I have to like, okay, this is my wife. She's sensitive. I had to maintain maintenance, like the minister told us. Maintenance, brothers. Go and look up the word maintenance <laughs> and all that come with it. You know what I'm saying? So I had to be humble and just, all right, I can't, you know, you know, I got to tone down, you know, like, cause it ain't, cause it ain't, cause you know, I'm like I said, I'm just direct. So stuff just comes out, but it's not to the person, it's not to that. It's just what a high lock fashioned me, I cut me, I you know, take it up with him, you know. But that's, you know, what I'm saying that's that's how we keep the peace when we view each other in the proper perspective and we think about what we're saying, what we're doing. And then at the same time, we have to know what we like and don't like. And then if something comes out and she's like, I don't really like this, you know what I'm saying? Now that the way she said has to be properly, 
for it to be received properly. It had to come out. And then me too, if I don't like this, it has to come out properly, proper time, and we can have a dialogue or discussion about it. And then we can keep that peace mm -hmm. and maintain the peace. Okay, beautiful. Okay. Can you can you answer it again? Because there's some mm -hmm. How do you maintain how do you maintain peace in the marriage and contribute towards bringing peace to one another? Poet Ron says, argue in the best of manners. So <laughs> so wow, what my husband said is is, is right on. Um it's definitely a two-way street. You know, it's definitely in both moments, in the in an, in a moment where he has said something to me that I don't like over just over these few short years, what we're going on two years. Two years. So going on two years, I have learned a lot and my husband has helped me a lot in checking my emotions, you know, because even even if I am rightfully offended, not just being a woman and being sensitive and going through this or going through that, I still have to be willing to rise above those emotions to um, properly respond. You know, rise as we are taught, we rise above emotions into the thinking of God. So how I do that meant prayer is everything. I mean, prayer will take you a long way because when when we are, and I mean sincere prayer to the God, you know, I don't mean just, okay, I'm just going to make sure I make my five prayers and it, it's not a ritualistic thing, right. you know. So I have found myself, you know, praying for myself to be better. That's one of those desire things. It's like, it's really hard when ego is involved, even for a woman. You know, we still have an ego that we are striving to, you know, inshallah, overcome. So when that thing comes up, it's real, you know. So in, it, it's hard in that moment sometimes to realize this is my ego. I need to stop and check it. So taking that to the prayer rug after the fact where, um, you know, taking taking that to the prayer rug about helping to Increase the desire to remove ego, period, because it is something that is detrimental to the marriage. So that, you know, praying for myself and then also for my husband, because at different part, you know, at different uh, developmental stages along this beautiful journey of marriage, we're going to be in different places. So where where something may be easier for me or, you know, what have you, I have to still be willing to meet my husband where he's at. And he has to be willing to meet me where I'm at. And we have to be able to respond, you know, accordingly. So when it comes to adding peace to, you know, when I think about me adding peace to my husband, sometimes, you know, it's just about the, the growth of striving to learn the other person, you know, who he is, as his own individual, not me trying to shape and mold him into what I think he's supposed to be, you know, but asking Allah to help me to use me as a tool, as a help me to fashion him into who Allah intends for him to be, not me. You know, I'm just a, you know, I'm just a servant, <laughs> praise be to Allah, you know, and really that's real. 
So understanding that role, what my role is as his wife, you know, I'm here to help uphold this black man, you know, not to tear him down. And so having, getting to know him and learning of the things that he likes, learning, learning him as a person so that when he does say things, like he mentioned earlier, I'm learning him to know that who he is as a person is just that he's direct. This is how he thinks. This is how he puts things together. So when he says something like this, it's coming from this thought process. This is just how he's been thinking his whole life. So I have to be willing to say, I, it's okay for me to accept what he is saying, you know, and it really just boils down to rising above those emotions, because if he is saying something that is truthful, even if it's in a manner that I don't like, am I willing to stop and say, but is it true? Right. You know, can I get something from that? Can I stop and can I self-reflect? You know, everything does not require an immediate response. So keeping that in mind, keeping in the mind all of the good work that my husband does, you know, and that lecture that the minister did, um, it was at the, I think it was at the Bahamut University, it was years ago. And, you know, he, he, he made a reference to the couples to go home and write a, write a list, you know, of all the good things, you know, to the bad things. And with all the good that my husband does, you know, not just for me as his wife, not just for the children, but how dedicated and committed he is as a lost servant to help um, the Christ, the exalted Christ, the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, and the Messiah on the scene today, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, I have to keep that in mind. You know, he's the number one paper pusher in the seventh region. That's not lightweight. I don't take that lightly. I don't know what it's actually like to be out there during the pandemic. During the pandemic. <laughs> right. That's I don't what my know. husband likes to say during the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, you know, I, I, I can't necessarily put myself in his shoes on that level. But when he says what it's like, I have to take that for face value and I have to think on these things. You know, him being a CEO of a business that is, is not, that is not understood by the masses, that people, you know, his passion and his drive is not understood by the masses. So I have to be softer. You know, I have to be willing to be humble and be his peace because he's out there not only, you know, against the concrete, against the people, you know, for the people, but the people are fighting him. You know what I'm saying? So he already has a lot. I have to keep these things in mind, even against my own needs, you know, and I'm just going to close with the minister says about the man and the mission. That doesn't exclude the woman. She's included in that. And just understanding my role through patience, prayer and study, you know, and having that desire, you know, it, I won't say it's easy, but it's it's doable. It's, it's attainable. So, yes, ma'am. Praise be to Allah. Y'all are beautiful couple. Thank <laughs> you. Both of y'all said so many things. Um, there was one particular thing about um Sisiatira that you said about um how we may, I'm I'm not gonna say exactly like you, but <laughs> looking at the man that God wants your husband to be and mm -hmm. not how you want him to be. And I have to go to prayer sometimes. I'm like, oh Allah, please help your son. <laughs> And then I'm like, and then I'm like, I mean, <laughs> I have to watch myself. Then I'm like, Allah, please help me understand what you're doing with your son. Because it starts is is with the ego and the prayer. You hear me? I'm talking about your son and get him together. But it's not, no, help me to understand 
how you're shaping him and help me understand how I can help him. So, and help me understand how I need to be for him. Cause I know he, he looking at me too. Like <laughs> get your daughter. So <laughs> praise be to a lot. And then um, this transitions really well into our last segment for come on. And come on, we used to be like, come on, sis. But now we have a brother and sister. So come on. I don't know yet. <laughs> but this segment is all about talking about challenges. And um, this leads into what you just spoke about, Sister Yotir, about um, Fire Money Network. So could mm. you, because it's, it's misunderstood, could both of you who, or one of you um, tell us what Fire Money Network really is? Um, and then we'll get into the, the last question. <laughs> That's all you, sir. <laughs> that is all you, my well, husband. <laughs> um, it's, it started back in 2017, and we had actually had another name. We kept the logo, though. So some people, I had one person that see the logo and was like, far X money, but that's not, it's far money. The X is the, the X in the world like that is the logo, and the gold represents the money, mm -hmm. you know, and far represents obligatory and also represents independence. Mm -hmm. So we started it, and we had gold as money because that's what money is, and this is was was taught to us by the Mozambique Muhammad that he got from Master Prophet Muhammad. And that he and that the Honorable Minister Louis Farcon has been trying to wake us up and understand that cash and dollars is not money, that is currency, right? It's petty, it's, it's okay. a medium of exchange, <laughs> right? And we was in a system that was forming and shaping, bringing the medium of exchange into the world. So we wanted to. I wanted to give it a name and I wanted to highlight where this information came from because you had the people running around gold money, gold money now, Robert Kiyosaki, some other folks you see on YouTube or whatever. But nobody has been saying this longer than the two, the Christ and the Messiah. Nobody has been saying this longer than the Amen and Louis Farrakhan, the most armalized Muhammad, right? So I was like, let's give it the credit to where it's supposed to go to. By us being in the nation, me being in the nation, being a student, then nobody has made an organization with the MACD name attached to it. Mm. You know, well, it's your head, it's your head, but not a money system. Mm. Not that type of network where we have that opportunity for anybody that want to get involved in to experience the freedom lifestyle that the MACD brought for us. Mm -hmm. That's what he brought, you know. So that's what Far Money Network is all about. And we just started February the 2nd, Tuesday. We just launched Project Exodus 10,000. And what we're trying to do with the organization, we're trying to take it to 10,000 members because we had a reset because uh, we were within one company. And that went good for a long time. You know, we got major benefits from it. You know what I'm saying? We can't make excuses for what didn't happen. But it, I, it, it fell apart during the pandemic, you know, but it was a shift. So we shift companies in December 1st. It was a major shift. So the bulk of our organization that we built up from the previous company is gone. You know, it's not there. So we had to read the start and it's lovely and it's even better now. You know, it's even better, faster, easier, simpler to get it over. So far, money network 
it's not just about the money. It's about really educating the people about the science of business, the science of money, the science of banking, the science of warfare, the science of networking, the science of leverage. You know, it's about those signs because we know that the enemy kept three signs away from us, but that's just the main three. But it's more science right. to life and all this stuff. That's just the ones who got it. But the teachings got them all. Mm-hmm. So when we're dealing with someone else in foreign money, we wanted to be that arm. Uh, we wanted to be that brand that helps the arm Minister Lewis Farcon get the word across to us that business is warfare. That's that's the whole theme of what we wanted to do. And that's what we're doing. That's what we desire to do. That's what our screens be about. That's what our broadcast will be about. That's what our mission is. Mm-hmm. Because when he did that in 2016, I still was locked up. Hmm. But I got out and nobody had ran with me. So hmm. we, you know, we hit a minister, we clap and all that there. But no, when he says stuff, it's for us to go and put some action on it. Mm-hmm. It ain't just for that. So he said business and warfare and had a whole lecture about it at Tennessee State University. Mm-hmm. Tennessee State University now, talking to the black youngsters in college. You know, and me coming in, and, and, and it just matched so perfectly because he did that at Tennessee State University, Nashville. That's the city. That's in the, that's in the southern region. Memphis is in is in the uh, central region, I think. They're not in the southern region, though. I know that. I think they're central, right? And I come home. I'm in the southern region. We can go and look at that lecture. You, you had the minister of Birmingham at that time, the student minister of Birmingham at that time, the captain. You had the brother. They all there. They heard it. But where's the action behind what he's saying? You know? And, and, and so that's what we want to do. We strive to put action behind it. Like I said, Nobody that I know of has brought this type of system and platform to the nation and branded the name, the MACD, I mean, far behind it, you know. And, you know, a lot of people, I have had people say, why are you naming that? you using his name. Well, we use his name with everything we do. Folk got names out of everything. It all comes from the teachers, right? Mm-hmm. It, 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 he brought us our names. Mm-hmm. It ain't just his name. It ain't, it ain't his name, but he's the I. You know, he's the definite particle of the names but he brought them for us right mm-hmm. i mean i mean i'm just saying you know he brought muhammad where did muhammad come from we got muhammad this muhammad that you know what i'm saying but we got a problem with somebody using fart mac d what, what's what's up it's a, so it's a mind thing but like the minister said this generation this joshua generation that i am a part of we have to take the nation to new heights that's right we have to do what is necessary for us to do regardless on what you know, even some of the pioneers, how they look at, oh, it's cool, and then it's much lower there. But we are the ones to take it to the next height because, you know, stuff just not getting done. So that's what we are. That's what we try to do. And that's what Fard Money Network is all about, education, educating the people about those sciences that the enemy kept away from them. And not just educating them, but showing them how they can get this leverage and build this leverage and learn how to tune up their mind about it and be all that they can be by being free and getting off the job. So we ain't just talking on YouTube and doing, we have that system for somebody to plug into and get free. And it's a, and it's just a person thing. Like we said with the beginning, making up, uh, getting over the stuff that keeps us away from certain things that we want to do. 
So we have that system mm -hmm. where we get paid. Like we here now, we get paid talking to you. Mm -hmm. You know, <laughs> we get paid. So yeah, it's yeah. that type of. It's about leverage. It's yeah. leverage. It's about leverage. All right. Okay. Let my wife talk about it too. <laughs> well, I know you two have to go. So can I just ask this final question? Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay. So um how do you balance having a business and marriage with children? Mm. Because this y'all not working for somebody else. Y'all are, are actually building a business together, you know. So yeah. Oh well, um I'm gonna give a short answer to it and then I can let my wife, you know, um give an answer. Well, I'm gonna let you go first. No, you can give your okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't have a more than brick business. We have a home based business that's online. This is this technology. So the technology is our friend. So it's not that we have a business where I got to go and open up a shop at 10 in the morning and it is in the third. I got to be in there selling clothes. You know, we don't have that, not knocking those type of business, but that's not what we have. You know what I'm saying? Our business is the computer, Wi-Fi. This is our friend. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? The phones, you know. So that's why you see me. I see me looking down, looking at my phone because there's activity going on in our chat groups about the, with the business, with all the business partners and stuff like that. So that's what we have. So it's easy to do that. Hey, our, daughter, our daughter's right there. They're right there on the floor. Watch TV. Why are we doing this here? Which is, you know, what we want to do. So it's it's simple when you have that type of business, but yes, it comes strange. And you know, so I'm gonna talk to y'all, you know, because I can be in the house all day, but she still say we ain't spending time together. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like we're in the house all day. Like what do you mean? I only go out to the grocery store due to the pandemic. I'm the only one leaving. I only go out to the grocery store and to the push to find a call newspaper. <laughs> the only time I go anywhere. So in the days I don't go out with the paper, I'm in the house literally 24 seven. We wake up together, we go to sleep together. We have a moving night like every night. Right. You know, we don't have nowhere to go. I don't have nowhere to go. So we got a moving night every night. You know. <laughs> but we ain't spending I ain't spending time. You know what I'm saying? This is <laughs> Well through study we continue to grow in that area. <laughs> don't we all? You know, we could. Don't we all? <laughs> Right now, because it's so funny. <laughs> I can't wait till my husband watch this interview. <laughs> That's hilarious. And him starts to say that it's easy. It's another, you know, from the husband, which is crazy to a lot because that's that's kind of it's our area, of course. But as he is really, you know, he really heads the organization and the business. You know, he puts most of the time, more of his time as it relates to, you know, our time in the business, a lot of his time is heading things up. You know, he's the one who is doing the live presentations for the people who are, who is cultivating the, the team in general as we move forward, who, you know, he has a lot of that, even though it is this, you know, like you mentioned, you know, it's internet, it's computer, it's phone, it's still, you know, creativity, the inspiration for the team, a lot of that still has to go in it. A lot of that comes from him. So that, that, allows me the time to do what I need to do with the girls, you know, because as, you know, our five-year-old is homeschooled, 
the scheduling, you know, and this is something that is still being ironed out. You know, we are still struggling through that of, you know, a, uh, obtaining a, a perfect schedule, you know, where everything is set for, you know, her schooling hours, where I'm able to get time in for, you know, the growth of my, you know, the, the aspects of the business that I bring to the table, um, along with, you know, the, just everything that goes along with it, the cooking and the cleaning and things like that. But his willingness to understand, it, it, it's so beautiful because it's like, it's like, it's that cycle that you brought up in the beginning when you were mentioning, you know, um, the lecture of the minister talking about the one, the zero. Because in the beginning of our of our relationship and you know, uh, marriage and et cetera, how I was willing to go through certain things as it related to me continuing to work, you know, the expectation was not, you know, oh, when we get married, I'm supposed to leave immediately. You need to have no, the, what the willingness to do what needed to be done so we could get to the next level. And it's like full circle. Now we're here. So now I'm home. But now I have to fully adjust to home life, but as an entrepreneur, not as a I'm I'm jobless and I ain't doing nothing. No, the work had the work really began last year for me, you know, in this aspect of now I have to be more disciplined. I have to be more attentive. I have to give and do for my children what's due to them, you know, because Allah blessed me to give birth to them. However, um, that it they belong to him. So me growing more into the role of mother as teacher, you know, um, it 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 really you know that humility aspect is there. You know, prayer is there because I have to be humble enough to ask Allah. Number first of all, I have to ask Allah, you know, to help me do and and understand what I need to do and ask for help. You know, so there's a lot of humility that has to that that I had to grow into and still am growing into because this is not a do-it-yourself thing. The resources that I have gotten, the help with the schooling for the girls, you know, uh, both were girls here, but really for the five-year-old right now, um, came because I opened my mouth and said, you know what, I need help. You know, I've never been a homeschool teacher. I don't know where to start. Yes, I love math. Yes, I love learning. And, but me and my daughter speak a different learning language, you know, so I needed resources. I needed guidance. I need, you know, these things. So the, the balance for home, marriage, you know, um, and work, business rather, just again, it, it started with the desire to have these things. You know, I want to have all these things in line, the study, uh, the reaching out to the support groups to have these things, and then just the application of it, you know, and then our marriage, we, we had, we made some changes, but we have set, uh, you know, on a day-to-day -day basis, an hour that we would stop whatever we're doing, and we come together, and we talk to each other, not about business, but whatever it was that we wanted to get off to each other, you know, whatever it was that we had, um, you know, whether it was, you know, I was feeling this way about this, whatever we needed to communicate to each other. Again, that wasn't just business related. We could talk about the business, but the idea was for us to make that time to still feed into each other and feed into the marriage. So these are just different things as we get creative. And, you know, like he mentioned, we do have our movie nights to continue to put into 
the the bank of our marriage so that we can have these, you know, we're making these, we still have to make the deposits into the marriage so we can make the withdrawal. So I think I'll. And we had a minister playing all the time. All the time. Like, yeah. All the time. Like, that's all we play. We play the minister like all the time. Yeah. Sure, and wake up, they hearing them, you know, even our, uh, what's his, 11 months, you know, she, she, she hear the minister, she just go to praying. She go to praying. She go to praying. <laughs> He's like, no, he teaching. Like, he talking now. He not praying. He not, but she know that's just, he divorced for prayer. She know that she already know that already. And he divorced for And there she goes. So. That's beautiful. Yes, ma'am. Well, this is perfect because we're about to go. So thank you two so much for your energy, your time, your spirit. You two are such a beautiful couple. Y'all really compliment each other. So may Allah continue to bless your marriage and your family and your business. So thank you so much. As-salamu alaykum. Alaykum salam. Thank, thank you for having you. us. We appreciate it. Let's do it again. Okay. Let's yes, do sir. It again. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Black Tea. I really enjoyed this podcast with Sister Yutira and her husband, Brother Supreme X. They have beautiful spirits, great energy, and honestly, I would just love to talk with them some more. <laughs> of course, about the teachings, about doing for self, about rearing children. It's just so much to learn from them. Um, and more so because they're implementing it, not just to talk about it, because they're actually implementing it. And it's just beautiful to see and beautiful to hear from them. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did and want to hear more from them like I do, then go to the Instagram live video that was recorded. It was an interview to promote this episode and we talk we continue exploring the different segments that we have. Um and I think you'll enjoy that if you enjoyed this one. All right, and support them with our money network, not just to help you financially, but to help you mentally and spiritually as well. Because like I said, and like I'm sure you got from this episode, they're full with the spirit of God. So okay. Thank you. If you like this, share this with the person that comes to your mind. Assalamu alaikum. Call me Oyuma. They be trying to sound like they from Africa. Bro, I'm learning to trust me. But no one above me. I know they don't love me. Nah. I'm learning to trust me. I know they don't love me. But no one above me. But God. I'm a God, I can't let the devil handle me. If I did, I would only get in trouble I've been patient, I've been skating on insanity Just a young boy, always in his bubble Just a young boy, telling me to fly With his eyesight trained at the sky Sun, moon, and stars, at the stars and his stripes Young boy, finally got God in his life Got a big bag if you wanna get it Saw this drink bag, do you wanna hit it? Saying God, everything a nigga need Yeah, I already turned, but you won't admit it yeah, I already turn, you can see your words, make the word flesh You could be the word, your choice, I just wanna see your works All that hate, but y'all be watching me at work All that tough talk, how about you be it first? Say from nobody like me, I don't know nobody like me Say from nobody like me, God got his hands on me 
learning to trust me. I trust myself. No one above me. I know they don't love me. I love you too. Learning to trust me. I trust myself. I know they don't love me. But no one above me. I love you too. Gotta open your heart. Gotta open your mind. Cause your knowledge and your scholarship is cool, but just know that you a part of the vine. You were here before the book. You were here before the man. You are not mankind, young man. You a god. I just hope you understand. Still won't find nobody like the black man. So you find nobody like me. I don't know nobody like me. So you find nobody like me. God got his hands on me. Learning to trust me. I trust myself. No one above me. I know they don't love me. I know they don't love me, but no one above me but God.